Bill, Billy, we're back. Right. So you need to explain to the people, the the five people listening, yeah. <laughs> uh, why why are we jumping ahead? 30 episodes. So we tried to do this last year. We did this last year. We did this last year. Dedicated for, for quite a spell. We're jumping ahead to season two because season one of The Simpsons is fucking shit. Yeah, it's dog shit. And we stopped at the episode where uh, Homer goes to another office party and everyone lets him down. And he's like, hey, everybody lets me know. He, he's a depressing bastard in the first We were drunk as fuck. <laughs> and we had another guest in the episode and he was drunk as fuck too. And we couldn't watch it. And it was a diabolical disaster. So so if we get four likes on this video, we will come back and watch all of season one just for your viewing pleasure. I don't think anybody wants that, let alone us. No. I can't believe season two was picked up. And you know what I noticed as well? See, in season one, Homer's like this depressive dad. It's all like ashamed of his family. See, he in season is very depressed, yeah. See, by season two, he just becomes fucking spastic. Like, they clearly sat down and was like, at the end of season one, how can we, like, switch up the Homer character? Let's make him a fucking moron. But this whole opening, like, he... he the, the opening's in the first season, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit different looking, but... Yeah, it's, a, it's different looking, but, you know, he's still, like, the, the daft dad. He's, <laughs> he's a bit... He's a... <laughs> he has a daft dad in there. First episode of season two, eight-year-old Martin is wearing a fake beard talking about making love to a woman. Interesting animation choice on Bart's uh, facial expression. Oh, yeah, we should point out Billy works in animation. Yeah. So he's got to be constantly criticizing any small imperfection. Interesting camera angle from the director. Uh, do, you know, do you know one thing is different about these early episodes? It's odd. Like, everything's a bit, like, fucking, like, Kubrick or fucking, <laughs> like, uh, what's that, the Clockwork Orange? It's all, like, close-ups and weird and these odd angles and... And I remember there being some strange choices. Yeah. Joey, I'm a real loser who spent like his childhood listening to audio commentaries of The Simpsons on DVD. Yes. Yeah, that kind of loser, yeah. So whenever it was like hand-drawn, I was listening to it. One of the animators was talking and he was saying for the first day and a half he was hired, all he did was, it was the episode where Homer's like the mascot for the baseball team. And so there's like full stadium scenes. And he said he spent a day and a half drawing like individual characters in the crowd. And they were like, you can never do that again. That is a, a colossal waste of time. Like, just draw circles and fade them in. He spent a day and a half, like, hand designing every character in, like, a 10,000-person crowd. Jesus fucking you, Christ. You've been sacked for less frequently. How many times have you been sacked in the last three never months? never been sacked in my damn life. I've walked out of every job because they're all out to get me. Joe, uh, me and Billy here used to work in CEX. So that's the sort of person you're listening to right yeah. now. That's Krabappel screaming apart in here. Miss Krabappel. Krabappel? I've been calling her crab apple. See, when I was eight, I thought that was peak comedy. That is amazing. Because it's so funny. Because <laughs> it's not the whole like, revelation of Mrs. Krabappel and, and Principal Skinner were in the, the thing, and then they were having sex. And, I, and then he goes, wait a minute. Bart's teacher's called Krabappel? That's funny. I, I think that's great. That's that's peak comedy. See, I, I think comedy has changed the so build much up, over the years, the build Billy. Up. As a bit of a comedy expert, I think it's changed drastically to the point where I don't... Like, I love The Simpsons, right? And we're doing a Simpsons podcast. And there are things in, in The Simpsons that worked 20 years ago that you can laugh at now because it's from 20 years ago. Yeah, but only so deep in. In season one, there's basically nothing. There is a couple, but season one is bereft of laughs when you watch back on it now. Yeah. What do you think of Itchy and Scratchy? Never found it funny in the slightest when I watched it as a kid. Some of them were funny. Not one. Yeah, but I love Tom and Jerry growing up. Uh, here's my retreat. Did you like Tom and Jerry growing yeah, up? Yeah, I love Tom and Jerry. I Tom and Jerry's Tom and Jerry, one. Right? I, I, I would cry laughing watching Tom and Jerry. I, not too long ago, we got stoned and watched old cartoons. And I was like, let's watch Tom and Jerry. And I didn't laugh out loud once, but I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. I used to laugh out loud. Is Homer just drinking a beer at... at 
Oh no, I thought it was breakfast. <laughs> it's breakfast, you know, we're absolutely fucked. This is the character change I'm talking about. Time to go to the Duff Factory. <laughs> <It's>, Wait a <laughs> minute. How are you going? Oh, look at the cat. That's so, a great, that is uh, that is a drawn that is a drawn of someone's kid. Yeah. Uh, it's season one, Homer's like at breakfast, <laughs> if the kids cough, Homer's like, What's your problem, son? But in season two, Homer's blocked at the breakfast table. Look how nervous hold Bart on, is. On, Homer on. has his arm around him. <laughs> Bart's desperately trying to do his homework and Homer's forced him to watch it. What did Homer say about the monkey he was crying? Why was he crying at the monkey? Because this is season two and they've turned Homer from like a depressed dad into an it's absolute so mongoloid. So do you actually find that... So this is my whole thing about... This is one of the things I want to talk about in the podcast here, right? But the, the change of comedy from like 30 years ago to now... See, this is just like, like, like you know, it, it's corny, but that's that's comedy as old as time. You know that, like, you know, oh hey, you know, he's falling asleep. This is fine, but that, you know, when he's like, "Come on, boy, we're gonna watch this film," and he's like laughing at the at the monkey destroying the world, yeah. and then the next, it just cuts dramatically to, <laughs> yeah, he's just a monkey. It's because Homer's emotions are so unstable. Like he'd be diagnosed with something now, like chronic personality disorder. But there, it's supposed to be funny when this forty-year-old man bursts into tears watching a movie. That you know, it means it means nothing. Like you know, it's just like a little touch. It's not even like a joke. Yeah. But the cat, you know, like jumped up in the bed. Page here. No, no. The, the cat like playing with the page. Right. Would you that's animate that? You wouldn't no, think of that. You wouldn't be smart enough. That's something that I don't think they would do in the modern day because they're too busy worrying about. What are they worrying about? <laughs> Here we go. No, here I've got a thing for you. So like there now, Bart was scribbling on a piece of paper in bed, just squ- but as you could see, he was just squealing on the page. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in P one, was asked to write something and he just scribbled on a page like a cartoon character, and then was outraged whenever the teacher asked him, "What is this nonsense?" Can I just say, off the record, I don't remember that, but I remember people writing yeah. as cartoons. Yeah, kids. like I remember people doing that, but I don't remember a situation where. <laughs> Like fucking wrote a fucking essay in scribbles. <laughs> Did the teacher like push? <gasps> the fuck P2. was that? P two. Oh, you the memory came back. Was it P two? The way you looked over my shoulder there, I for a split second I thought you saw a ghost. Was it P two? P one or P two? Yeah. Do you remember the teacher? Nah, not the big fat one. Well, you never had a big fat teacher. We did have a fat substitute teacher. No. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't our teacher. teacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I think P. I have this thing in my head. Maybe I've made. A, I have this thing in my head of uh, big fat screaming at you, fucking. She. She was scary. Is this the one where he starts playing the lute? No. Ah, uh, I'm mad as a head, aren't I? Huh? No, that's when they become friends. Is it not this? Okay, maybe. Oh. Bard's basically uh, explained to Martin the history of racism on American buses here. No, this is the one when when Bard turns Martin into like a fucking like a cool slick back her thing. When Martin hands up his uh, essay, yeah. he's like, "See you, sis." You know, yeah. to the teacher. <laughs> yes. See that bus scene there? It reminded me. Do you remember Dexter's Lab? In Dexter's Laboratory. Do you remember this this episode of Dexter's Lab? You've ever seen. Where like his pencil rolls to the shady part of the bus, and there's just been a guy uh, bubble gum to the back seat for twenty years. That was great. Yeah, see the cartoons in fucking in in the late nineties and early two thousands. Oh yeah, dark as fuck. 
but amazing. And the the imagination in them amazing, fueled yeah. the creativity of the of the regular shows and the Adventure Times of yeah. the world. So anyway, Martin's like, life's too short for tests. But his, if he had just taken that HIV test, his life would have been much longer. <laughs> uh, that's staying on the podcast. Yeah. I always feel bad for Bart. I desk. always felt so bar- ba- bard for bad. I always felt so bard for bad here. You're drunk. Because he actually gave like a massive effort. Bart cared about his future, but he was just like a lot of kids that yeah. we probably grew up with, where they they cared, but they just didn't. Were so stupid, like us. Yeah. Why are you destroying a woman? <laughs> you ever get, but no, do you ever get Bart Pran here? The last refuge of a scrand, scoundrel. Do you know what's grim? See, if <laughs> the exact same as the same, except instead of saying Bart saying please God, if Bart had said please Allah, this it would have been cancelled. What? Why? What? Why? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, go- America did in a hurry. Do you notice country. it's always a different light in the house? They've never actually mapped out where the lights are. The yeah, house. the whole frame of the house is all off because there's that scene where um all the boys are fighting over the comic book in the treehouse and Homer's like on a beanbag in some imaginary room. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the room. Do, do you know what room that is? That's where the kitchen leads out to the garage. But there's a garage. I, I said it because it's in America. Yeah, I know, I know. See, this is why I feel terrible, Bart. It's a snow day, something he would love, and he stays in studying. But he prayed to stay Oscar. God gave but him he, but, but he stays in studying God and still feels. God him. Here's something for you, Mr. Animator. The shadowing they put in Lisa's face there, they used to put so much effort into yeah. it. The shadowing on Bart when he was praying. Amazing. The Tuala. Y- yes. Look at Melhouse. Why is he getting pulled down, Martin? There's um, some, what's the word, whatever, a foreshadowing? Sh- foreshadowing of Skinner and Cravapple. Mr. Burns just threw the snowball at, who did he throw the snowball at there? Homer. Do you, you know in the 80s, Ian Paisley threw a snowball at the leader of SDLP? I, I reckon that's what that was based on. What, what the Simpsons agreed? The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah. Because there was no other, yeah. yeah. Most yeah. likely, I'd yeah, say, yeah. yeah. There's Jacques from season one, who I'm, tried to fuck I'm, Marge. We were saying there about how bad we feel for Bart here. I have to say, like, I coasted my way through Screenplay. See, if I'd put an effort... Yeah. Bart's putting you, in effort you, here. You are someone who like was like, nah, don't need to study. But you, but and when you know when people say that in the dead study, like I know you studied and I know you did things, but you were someone who was like, oh, like I got an, I got a, like a two marks off an A, and I just didn't do any work for it. And I was like, and I always used to think, I fucking hate you for that. That's great transition. You're right. There's Martin's heart. Martin I forgot about that. That's yeah. brilliant. No? See, you, see, you, sister, or whatever he says. <laughs> Mrs. K probably says. See, a cunt. Let's get hateful. Out, let's get out old red. So, do you know what? Uh, Krabappel's marking Bart's test, and she goes, uh, "Let's get it old red." As in the wrong answer thing. Do you know what? Some teachers could be hateful back then. Don't you remember? Well, I mean, back then they're never not hateful. My art teacher was a hateful bitch. She fucking was hellbent on ruining people's fucking artistic yeah. joy. I, I know two people that were older than me that were in her class uh, were incredible artists and she ruined yeah. their interest in art. And I believe they didn't it. paint for years. Spiteful fuckers teachers can be. I love that Mrs. Krabappel is, is, like, um, is like in these early days like a, almost like the, the perfect teacher for Bart. She's like a motherly figure for Bart. Yeah. You know, in a, in a teacher way. Like, you know, it, she's just like, you know, there, she's always there to comfort him. She's always a teacher. Here's a genuine you know, thought about she, early Simpsons, right? 
and had a heart. It, right, exactly what I'm about to say. They would always make characters redeemable. So Krabappel was horrible, but then Bart's pouring out that he didn't know the noise, so she re-cracks his test. Bart is a wee cunt, but he, he tried his best to study and he unknowingly learned things. Yes. A show now... Oh, I hate myself for saying this. No, you're not You're not wrong, but... A show now wouldn't do that. It would, they would just play the comedy, which I prefer, but it's why Simpsons is so beloved, because they did go to the effort to make the characters likeable. It's why they're the best comedies and the best... The best comedies, the best sci-fi films, the best action films are the ones that have... Whether, whether it be a small amount or a deep amount or whatever, yeah. it has a heart in it. It has a bit of like a human relation in it. It has something that you can relate to and latch on to. Yeah. Yes, there's comedy for 90% of it. Like Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Did you ever see that? My dad loves it. My dad's favourite comedy movie. I love it. And it's fantastic. And 90% of it is like fucking banter or this worst thing, and you know, with this great situation. And then, but there's heart in it. There's, there's things in it that you go, fuck, that is deep. <laughs> Where do you rank it on the theme songs list? So it was made by um, Mozart, was it? Made the Simpsons theme song? What do you call him? Alf Mozart? If you can tell me the name of three Danny Elfman. cinematic composers that aren't Danny Elfman. Oh, there's a good one. I, I'm desperately trying to remember the one for Halloween now because I was reading about him the other day. Three cinematic composers. By the way, for anybody who's listening... For all one of you, me, who's listening to this and editing it during work this week, I have a degree in film studies, and I'm struggling to think of one music composer in a film. A degree in film studies and knows more that about about film in the, in the pop culture sense, <laughs> let me say. Tell me the initials of the Halloween one. JC. Uh, John Carpenter. Yes. Because um, he's also the director of the Halloween um, and I believe the writer, but I'm not too sure. John Carpenter like a, is a horror genius. He directed one of my favorite horror films of all time. Somebody else Danny Elfman? No, we can't. I said, can't use him I said again. No, the guy no. did, did, did this. Yeah. So John Carpenter. Um, Tell you what, there's another John. There's a clue. And he's directed, he has composed all of the greatest scores of all time. Uh, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office? No. Um, no, I'll tell you who it is right now. It's John... Give me his surname. No, uh, he did Indiana Jones, Star Wars, uh, Jaws, every Steven Spielberg film except for The Color Purple. What's the surname again? Jewel, with? Uh, uh, fucking <laughs> Bridge of Spies, and there was, I believe there's one more. What's the surname again? with? John W. Fuck, that was not what I was expecting there. Um, the fact you don't know this. Wanklord? You are shocked. What is it, John who? Williams. That doesn't sound real. Like I think greatest, you're mistaken. Like the greatest composer yeah. of all time. What do you ever compose? Everything. Everything you just said a minute ago. Everything I just said a minute ago. Every most iconic theme song of all time. Superman. Who did the Home Alone one? That's Danny Elfman. No, it's John Williams. Is it? Yeah. yeah. No, he's good. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe Danny Elfman could do something as good as Home Alone. You did ever says your hands. That's a good one. Yeah, but it's not as good as anything John Williams yeah. ever did. It's great. It's fantastic. But it's not as good as anything John Williams ever did. Mm. John Williams is a fucking genius. John Williams did Harry Potter. 
John, oh, that shit. John Williams did Jaws. John Williams did. Oh, he did Jaws. He hit two keys on a piano. Well done. This is just us talking shit. That's what the podcast is. So overall, this is a sign. I think this whole episode is a sign of what's to come. I think this episode is a sign of... Fuck me. It's a sign of... Your old bones are creaking, Billy. Old bones. I think it's a good setup for... Things that are gonna gonna happen soon. They're starting to realize. Okay, this character works this way. This character works. Yeah, that way. you know he he would say something stupid or do something stupid, but then he would always feel bad about letting his kids down. Yeah. That works so much better than him being the I'm the I'm the drunk alcoholic dad, but I'm ashamed of my family. I just shit myself at my son's you know, holy communion. Just because he's different. <laughs> he's, yeah. He fucking murdered 20 people when Homer's crying his eyes out. Here's my Homer thing I wanted to tell you the first time around, right? Did you know originally when they were animating Homer, the way he has that squiggly line above his ear? The ear was supposed to be a G, and the line was supposed to be an M for MG, Matt Groening. And Matt Groening, right before the show started, was like, that's too distracting. Invert the ear. And it became, yeah. Yeah, you did tell me. You, See, you, once you, you know it, it's, it's unavoidable. The, you said that in the Season early one, recordings, yeah. But nobody will ever hear those. Well, no, they will hear them when <laughs> we become the greatest podcast on Spotify. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Do you know, uh, one time my uh, friends, uh, well, the friends I went to see in Spain, when they lived here, they they wanted to get on the glider bus. Yeah, but we had at least told people them, on the message boards. We had told them about. Uh, we had told them about like you have to get the glider if you want to you know get this and download the app. Yeah, but you know because what like one of them spoke fluent English, one of them spoke very good English. Oh, uh, and, uh, Billy, I speak English. And uh, one of them spoke uh, fluent English, one of them spoke good English, and uh, when they downloaded the app for the glider, they downloaded Grinder. So it didn't speak good English at all. <laughs> well, it's just because we speak like because we're from Belfast, yeah. the hellhole of the center of the earth. Hey, it's that class. when we fall into the earth and get struck by asteroids, <laughs> I will be thankful. Hemorrhoids? I am the first people incinerated in this hellhole of a fucking hateful, spiteful, scummy. Place. Oh, we're a very hateful. Spiteful. There's no absolutely no denying how spiteful. It is the there. most hateful, yeah. scummy place ever. Yet, when anyone who doesn't live here talks about it, I'm like. You have no idea. Why you, Why do you even have an opinion? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Especially not... if it's a woman, you seem to get angry. Yeah, yeah. I have a fun game for us, Billiam, right? I, 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 I wanted to do this on the podcast. I think you'll enjoy this, right? I name a character, and you have to do an impression, and then you name a character after the impression. Three rounds, and the fans can vote who does the best impressions. Well, I can tell you this now. I'm up against a tough opponent because yeah. uh, Master uh, Master Mashman, who is notoriously fin- uh, impeccable mm. at, at impressions, uh, may just beat me at this. But that's a really fun game. Right, I'm gonna start. Right, number one, Krusty. And you pick my weakest one uh, without preparation at all. And doesn't have to be long; just a quick burst. Uh, I need to get his thing. I need to get his, his uh, like his graveliness. Yeah, but uh, I can never get it because I've always wanted to do it and I can't. 
Hey, hey! <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it was demented. It was actually a bit ter- like I'm not gonna. I was. It was. They'll never let us. I can't do it. I it wasn't bad, it. but I was genuinely a bit scared. <laughs> it was so loud and so sudden. I can't do it. I that that's one I know I can't do. Wait, do you, know, you know I've always told you? I've always said, oh, that's one I could learn, but I can't do now. Yeah. And there's ones that I'm like, oh, I can figure that out. Well, Krusty is one that I can't. Also, do. don't worry, because hit me with one, because mine are going to be William Smithers. Ah. <laughs> I, I saw your face yeah. you were about to do yeah. your stereotypical American accent yeah hold on I thought of it oh, he <laughs> he works <laughs> it's just gonna be like uh, Mexican, that. Yeah. he works in sector 7G that's Homer Simpson sir he works in sector 7G I did not you, you no that's not the rules Billy uh, I actually sound like um George uh, fucking R.R. R. Martin, the writer of Game of Thrones. <laughs> See if you ever listen to him. There's a there's a YouTube short of him talking to yeah. Stephen King, and he actually talks like this. Here, remember I told you about how I figured out how to do night at the time John C. Riley's impression. Yeah, because I had heard someone talk who sounded like John C. Riley, and then I thought to myself, no, he sounds like Kermit the Frog, and then I blended the two impressions and ended up doing a John C. Riley. Yeah. I've, I I realised I could learn how to do a William Smithers properly, not just off the cuff. Yeah. If I learn to do... But no, I could, I could learn to do a George R. R. Martin impression. Are you ready? Yep. Lionel Hutz. Mrs. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy. He's so happy. That's not what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Nahasapina Pippalan. I've never heard this back on recording, by the way, so it's, I... It's actually quite good. I... Uh, you say you have a perfect memory, uh, but if you have a perfect memory, I can't remember what the line is. I'm just trying to lead to it. He goes, uh, you have dementia. He goes, uh, he goes uh, what tie am I wearing? You're wearing a pinstripe tie with a Windsor nut and a, a three-barreled stripe and down to the western corner. And he goes, if that's what you think, if that is really what you think, oh, I'm going to... I'm not wearing a tie at all. If I was wrong about that, then I must be wrong about uh, Mr. Homer. The problem with a poo. I, yeah, no, the problem with a poo, yeah. Uh, but I'm just demonstrating the problem with a poo. <laughs> but also, the greatest quote, Mr. Simpson, I don't use the, the word hero very often. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But you and my, <laughs> you are the greatest hero in American history. Who's the other voice that he does that I love? Troy McClure. It's not Troy McClure, but... Because he's, hi, I'm Troy McClure. And it isn't In quite Simpsons? his voice. Yeah. Australian Prime Minister, Australian lawyer. No, no, no. no. It, it's it's him. It's Lionel. It could be just another Lionel Hutz scene. Don't push your luck, Gil. You're hanging on bad. Oh, that is <laughs> him. You're right. The real estate man. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'll g- hey, Marge, you got to give me some leads. Don't, g- <laughs> Don't push your I luck, Gil. You're hanging on by a thread. <laughs> That's happened to us every job we've ever had, Billy. But, but what? There's another Lionel. There's another Phil Hartman voice that is fantastic. Oh, it's um, it's the you, uh, it's the it's not the monorail guy, but he does another. He does the monorail guy, yeah. Yeah, but he does another one that it's like really iconic. I think Homer, uh, not Havenbrook. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Where's Belfast? Right, hit me with one. I was gonna hit you with one with one that I can know. No, nobody's interested. Hit me with one, Doctor Marvin Monroe. We need to shock your brains, retards. <laughs> That's where Alex Jones, but I like it. <laughs> I'm Doctor Marvin Monroe. I gave it a stab. Well, 
Hi, I'm Dr. Marvin Monroe. I got one more for you. Yes. Marge. <laughs> that's just that's just a patient in a mental home. It's like my, it sounds like my dad. Do you want me to do Patty Selma Homer and Marge's Ma? They all the same man. No, Patty Selma, and Mar- Marge's Ma and Marge. Homer. No, no. Is Marge's Ma because yeah. she's Oh, she's dead. I'd like to speak, but I've lost my voice. Me and Cardiff on the second day. Is Selma. Yeah. Is Patty. Oh, he knows this. And. Me, 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 me. Is much hmm. Right, hit me with one. The last one. Hit me with one. You said two that I love, and and one of them is definitely <laughs> not what I love. Well, it's so a, fuck it's you. Three, right, there's I many you, episodes. I've given you one that you can't fucking do. Uh, give me, I give three. You give me two. Give me one more. <laughs> Martin. Martin Prince. Say, Nelson, I'd love to suck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> very good thank you, thank you. I think that was the best one yet ask so, me another one alright we're enjoying this game then yeah yeah, yeah. I thought I enjoyed Lenny as in Lenny and Carl Lenny hey Homer uh, whoa, whoa that was bad starting puberty hey Homer hey Homer you're going on the most later that was bizarre that was no, in no. New York god he's like a pig uh, pigs tend to chew I'd say I'd say it's more like a duck I heard it there that was actually really good at the end huh? I think if I wasn't it? drinking tonight I would be able to yeah. do it because I, I love that line well hit me with one more then okay okay I'll tell you what I'm giving you the uh, Chief Wiggum lines of this scene okay right and I'm gonna play Lou okay so I went over to McDonald's last night I went over to McDonald's last night McDonald's? What's that? Uh, yeah, I, I ordered one of them. Uh, 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 he goes, uh, he goes. They have uh, crust, uh, crusty burgers. Yeah, only over there they call it a Big Mac. Huh? You don't know what you're getting. That's a different line. Not that's Ed, but that, he says a different thing. And he goes, he goes, he goes. Uh, yeah, well, they call it a Big Mac. That's a Pulp Fiction of shit. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But um, John's rolled no, it. You're messing up my bit. Hold on. So I went to McDonald's last night. Yeah. Get, me, get me up that fucking script. <laughs> I'm not you getting you a script. I'm not getting you any fucking script. I ain't getting the fucking script because you fucked up. Well, I want the public to vote on whose impressions were better. Obviously mine, because you're fucking, you can't do impressions to see if you're What, you mean, you mean my Chief Wiggum wasn't great? eternal damnation of fucking hell. Samson. Thanks everybody for listening to uh, Simple Guy Podcast. Before Billy does his, his terrible impressions of the police, we'll call it there. Ah! Oh, did you realise, by the way, Bart kisses Miss Krabappel on the lips these days? Yeah. Miss Krabappel would be doing 20 to life. Oh, I because she let him on. <laughs> you know, I went over to McDonald's in uh, Shelbyville on Friday night. The Mac what? Uh, yeah, McDonald's restaurant. Yeah, I never heard of it either, but uh, they have over 2,000 locations in the state alone. Huh, must have sprung up overnight. You know, you, you know the funniest thing though. It's the little differences. Example. Well, at McDonald's you can buy a crusty burger with cheese, but they don't call it a crusty burger with cheese. Get on. What do I call it? I got a pounder with cheese. Got a pounder with cheese. Well, I can picture the cheese, but uh oh, well I can picture the cheese, but uh 
Do they have crusty, parsley, g- gelatinated, non-dairy, uh, gum-based beverages? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call them shakes. Shakes. You don't know what you're getting. Well, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, I know I'm getting some donuts. Uh, help me out of the booth, boys. Fucking terrible. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Simple Guide Podcast. I fucking hate you. You knew that was the best thing you ever heard it was in your great, fucking man. life. It was great. You knew that was impeccable. Ha <laughs> ha